So if I had 37,000 pounds, you couldn't get out of the house. <laughs> Coming up today on This Is True Really News, embarrassed horse owners. If that's the sort of thing that trips your it trips your trick. If that sort of thing makes you think about laughing, then all you have to do, or just being amused even, because I think we can be amusing without having to make you laugh. I think there's a there's a, a point. We can settle for the, the fact if you weren't angry when we were done. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, Please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News, because really, truly, this is really true, as far as you know. Uh, and uh, if you got a story you want us to use, TITR at netradio.network. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Today's police report, Murphy the Ape, statue and icon at Design Emporium Antiques in Kensington, Maryland, was stolen in the wee hours of January 4th, according to the New York Post. How big an ape was this? I'm hoping, I'm hoping it was to scale. (laughs) Yeah, because (laughs) his life size. Woof. Murphy's made of cast iron, weighs over 200 pounds. So Uh, he is little. Getting closer to life size, but not as big as you'd think. If it was cast iron and life size, it'd be more. Murphy was hurriedly loaded. Well, that might be. You know, not quite accurate, but he was loaded into the bed of an. I mean, compared to what you how you'd normally get into the into the yep. older model Chevy Colorado Z seventy one, as compared to like lugging a two hundred pound cast iron ape. Yeah, they were quick for that <laughs> because they saw it on surveillance video. The suspect pulled right up, had bolt cutters ready. Cut the cable, securing said a sculpture of Murphy the Ape. The shop owner, Christina Jamokin, Jamokin? Sure. Uh, said people would take selfies with Murphy. Actually, there's a little bar in St. Cloud that has this huge cast iron pig that I I really want, but I don't need the hernia. Uh, anyway, people would take pictures with the cast iron ape. It's my business, and I feel violated, she said. There's a $10,000 reward. Wow. Anyone who can help find Murphy the Ape. The question I have is, you've stolen Murphy now. I'm going to guess there's not a, a big black market need for 200-pound cast iron ape statues. So now what? Right? You come to St. Cloud, you steal a pig, you put them each on opposite side of your driveway? <laughs> <laughs> Those are lions. Not nah, closest I can do on a budget. I mean, yeah, it's what it, well, maybe they're just going to take Murphy out and take pictures of him at different locations. <clears throat> yeah, because that this. wouldn't that wouldn't be cumbersome. There's a reason <laughs> Flat Stanley is tiny and made of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassed owners were forced to change a racehorse's name after finding out what it meant on Urban Dictionary. Uh oh. Oh no. I hope Pete Stevens is listening because his favorite was <laughs> who farted. <laughs> Remember his favorite, you know, coming around the bend, it's who farted. Many would not have blinked an eyelid seeing the two-year-old filly named Tarp Up on the race card. However, Tarp Up caused quite a stir on social media when a screenshot of her entry was shared widely. To many, the name might mean nothing. 
But the Urban Dictionary explains the phrase tarp up basically means wear a condom. I'm going to tarp up. Regardless of her name, tarp up did well on debut, earning connections just shy of, oh, 7,500 pounds. There you go. The horse is now called Bomaria. Do we know what that means? It's a kind of flowering, fast-growing, scrambling vine that forms large masses that can smother and kill supporting trees. It's shade-tolerant and invades and threatens forests and shrubland. Develops a thicket of stems from a dense mass of roots, rhizomes, and tubers. Hard to kill. So she went from a condom, or <laughs> from using a condom, to yes. a mass murder of trees. Yes. that's It's got to be better. Lateral move, I'm thinking about <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. Have you ever seen Secretariat and how the the hoops they had to jump through to get any name? And oh, they on no, Secretariat no. because and everyone Secretary something. Why did you name the horse Secretary? Secretariat. Yeah, but they had to jump through because the folks that register them here in this country, there is a lot to go through, hoops oh, to be man. jumped. They wanted to name him Big Red. And? Which is what he was. That's what everybody yeah. called. Anybody that anybody apparently that would ever worked with Secretariat, he's big red. Okay. Anyone like you and I, casual fans who can't believe a horse could run that fast for that long, that many weeks in a row, mm-hmm. he's Secretariat. Mm-hmm. Running, coming to the end of his bloodline, I hear. Oh, really? His last direct descendant, I think, is. Wow. Soon to si- head well, off to sire. It was a long time ago. It was Still back in the, the 70s. Still the greatest horse ever. Yeah. A 66-year-old female patient at the Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Unit, who actually saw a secretariat race. Was featured at uh, Darlington Racecourse. She's in Urbandale, Iowa. Ah. So she saw him probably on the TV. A long walk. With, what's his, who's the guy that used to always call those? Not the horse? Chick Hearn did the the race call, I think. But somebody else... The the guy with Jack Whitaker, maybe I that I don't the, recall. He was always so dapperly dressed. Yep, for a sports guy, that was just struck me as odd. And then I found out they all dressed that way back then. Who knew? Where was I? Sixty six year old female patient, Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Unit, Urbandale, Iowa. There we are. Had suffered a slow decline and was moved into the hospice care in late December. Hmm. And on January third, CBS News reported the woman was pronounced dead. The funeral home was called. As you it do. was placed in her body bag, transported to the Ank and Kenny Funeral Home and Crematory, where workers unzipped the bag and got the shock of their life when they observed the resident's chest was moving and she was gasping for air. What being in a sealed bag will do that to you? This report came from the Iowa Department of Inspections and Appeals. Go ahead, register your shock there. Responding EMS workers were able to get a pulse, monitor breathing, but she had no eye movement or verbal responses. So she was taken back to the care facility where she did actually die two days later with her family at her side. The home, by the way, is looking at about 10 grand worth in fines. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That is so far past. Oops, I can't even. I still love the Chinese guy. (laughs) Heard a noise coming from the bags, unzipped it. Looked in, 
person was blinking at him and asking what they were doing in the bag. And he's going, all right, you idiots come out here right now. Look at this. This is not dead. I just keep seeing Tom Hanks like this. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So quick little story here. Judge not. Lady had a creepy stalker who she eventually took to court to get a restraining order. Are there, are there uncreepy stalkers? Don't know. Wouldn't know. Well, I've had I one. mean, when you were stalking, <laughs> they didn't call you. They thought you were pretty creepy. Well, you got to remember, I was, I was a different kind of stalker. My stockings were all nylon. That's true. And nude. Yeah, yeah. which is where the problem was. So they're into court to get the restraining order. It went something like this. The judge said, why do you think showing up to this young lady's home unannounced after she's made it clear to you she's not romantically interested in you was an acceptable thing to do? And the answer was? I just wanted to lick the inside of her dog's mouth. Oh, God, I'd rather have the guy with the toes in the hospital. She got the restraining order. Got the dog mouthwash. <laughs> yeah, but you can't wash your ear canals out like that. Oh, I wish you could. You would have to floss your brain with something burning. Wow. We got to come up. That's our new product. That's our $100 idea. Brain floss. Brain floss. Flaming brain we floss. We will be, I swear we will be independently wealthy within moments. Yeah. And I, I, and we could have it use different chemicals to get the flame, so it could be different colors. You could have orange, you could have blue. And let's be honest, can you imagine us with money? And flames coming out our ears? Well, that I can imagine. It's the money part that I just don't see. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we end up with money, I see it going to some sort of lawyer. I don't know why. <laughs> this is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.